think a lot of times um, bench players can can feel down on themselves maybe because they aren't starting or they maybe they're not getting getting the minutes but I don't see it that way at, at all I know that my role is really important and I take that that responsibility very seriously and um when you do that you just you go into the those moments when you're needed and you step up and you you take those opportunities so I'm just really excited to be on this team Hey there, Hannah Donnelly here for another episode of On Her Mark WNBA edition. And now that we are in the playoffs after what was the longest regular season to date, I thought it would be fun to bring you some more player interviews to get to know the women you've watched dominate on the hardwood all summer long. Right now, I'm going to introduce you to a five-year WNBA veteran who had a breakthrough season with the Phoenix Mercury this year. Yep, I can only be talking about Megan Gustafson. In her second year with the team, she has embraced her role and taken advantage of every opportunity that has come her way. Today, we dive into where she developed her love and passion for the game And more importantly, the process of getting better. This is a huge, huge mindset thing for her. She talks about the strong role her family, small town community, and career at Iowa have had on not only the player she is, but human she is. She also gushes about her bestie, her Corgi Pup Pancake. She is a star. She has her own Instagram page and her brand, and they really are so cute together. We wrap things up discussing passions off the court, and this is really interesting because we know that these women spend so much time in the offseason and in their off days pursuing other passions, so to learn about hers is really interesting, and I don't think it's going to be what you expect, but it is super interesting. So please help me welcome Megan Gustafson to the On Her Mark WNBA podcast. Thank you for taking the time. How are you feeling right now with, at this point in the season, you guys have have been through a lot. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been a roller coaster of a season if I had to describe this entire summer in one word, but Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have just put our heads down and gone to work. Um, you know, every single day we're, we're coming into practice with positive attitude, positive mindset, bringing the energy and eventually that's gonna, that's going to produce results that we want, um, coming into the end of the season. People, People are calling, calling us a breakout, breakout season, season for you. you. What, what is, is clicking? clicking? Is, there is there something, something different, different or is, or is it, it just, just finally, finally all, all, all happening? Yeah. yeah I, mean, I think it's just, just a combination of things. Of things. Um, um older, I've, I've had, had some experience now in this league. my fifth year in the league. So, Knowing, knowing um my, my role on the team, team as well, well and really embracing, embracing that, that. I, think, I think i think a lot, a lot of times um bad players, players can, can 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 feel down on themselves, themselves maybe because they aren't starting or they, they maybe they're, they're not getting good minutes, minutes but, but i don't, I don't see, see it that way at, at all i know that my, my role is really important and i take that that responsibility very seriously and um when you do that you just you go into those moments when you're needed and you step up and you you take those opportunities so i'm just really excited to be on this team and so and this, this is your second, second year, year with, with Mercury. Mercury. Uh, how, how has your, was your, your one different, different than your two? Do you feel like having some stability in a second year here helped? 
Yeah, I think so. so. I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously last, last year was really, really different, different than not having Gigi here, mm-hmm. um, miss her presence, and obviously I wasn't, I was I never a teammate, teammate beforehand, so, so I didn't get to experience what that's like not having her, because I just kind of was thrown into the fire, and yeah, keep going, but now having her on the team, having her as a teammate, I can, I can totally understand why that she was so hard because she's just a joy to be around every single day. Um, she encourages you. She's so welcoming. She's hilarious. So having that type of spirit in the locker room and on the court uh, really makes a big difference. I was going to ask, ask she really is goofy, goofy and fun as, as, as she, she appears, appears to be. be. Absolutely. Every, every second, second of every day, day is so fun. fun. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. amazing. And so, and so you, you mentioned, mentioned the mindset there of, you know, knowing what, what your role is and, and just, just putting, putting in the work and, 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 and being, being focused, focused on what, what the team needs. needs. Where, Where does, does that mindset come from? Like, like what was it high school? Was it family? Was it college? Where did that grow? Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, growing up in a really small town, I, I grew up with, uh, well, I graduated, well, I graduated with 11 kids in my class, town population is less, less than 200 or still. still. Um, so, so just, just having, having, having coming, coming from a town, from a town that, that size, size, not a lot, a lot of opportunities, opportunities came my way, so, so I had to really work for every, every single opportunity that I was given. given. I mean, when, when I was in eighth grade, there was not enough girls that he wanted to be in the girls' team, so I joined and I started on the boys' team, and I was beating up the boys, so... Um, just, just having, having that, 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 that attitude, that um, chip, chip on, on your shoulder, shoulder mentality of, of working, working hard, but also being humble, humble and just being thankful, thankful for your surroundings, thankful in every circumstance. Resilience is kind of the name of the game in this league because it's the, the same goes, right? It's hard to make it to the league. It's harder to stay in the league. And there have been times where you have been, you have faced adversity and had to challenge yourself to keep the mindset, to keep playing, to keep growing. Um, why keep pushing through those hard times and, and not throw in the towel? Yeah, sometimes I ask myself that very often. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does, right? It's it's part of life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for me, I love the process. Um, mm-hmm. I don't just love the results. I don't just love the great moments, but I also love the tough moments because I know in those times I'm getting better every day. Um, you know, I think nothing, I mean, I love winning championships and games and all that, but there's nothing better than, feeling good about having a good workout in, you know, having a good practice, um, even getting up shots after practice and feeling good about those shots, like loving the little details and each step along the way has really helped me grow as a player. That's such an important thing and such a clear, a, a, a distinction, I think for young athletes who want the, the victories and kind of want the, the pop and circumstance, I guess, around it all. Um, but then to watch you guys and to see that all the work that's gone in and, and your, your college career was very public, your success at Iowa, how did playing at Iowa shape you as a player and a person? Yeah. I mean, I can't say enough great things about Iowa. Um, I love the coaches there. They they were very welcoming from the beginning. That's why I committed to them. Um, teammates were amazing. It's just really a family atmosphere. They care about you. And that's where I kind of get that mentality of everyone matters, no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, if you play 40 minutes, if you don't even get in the game at all, like you are just as important as the next person. So those are the values that they instilled in me. And, um, you know, just being, being a Hawkeye was one of the best, best honors of my lifetime. And I'm just thankful to, to continue that legacy now. Describe to me the feeling of seeing your jersey retired. I watched the video and truly to see the way that you were embraced, not only by the team and by the coaches, your family, but just the community. It was incredible. It was really fun. Um, I think there was close to 14,000 people on the stands there that day. 
Um, it was very emotional um, just coming back and being able to celebrate with coaches, teammates, um, a lot, cause a lot of my teammates were st still there that I had played with, um, mm -hmm. because it was so soon after I graduated that they retired my Jersey. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a moment I will never forget. I mean, just them when they lifted, cause they did it a little bit differently than normal rafter revealing. So instead of having it come down and just like roll down, they started at the bottom and they rose it up slowly. And while it was rising up, they were like listing everything that I had done. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I knew I had done those things, but like the way that they really did that was just really inspiring. So, I mean, that kind of brings, brings me to the question of like, what is the proudest moment of your basketball career? Cause you have done so much and I'm sure at different phases, um, it's played a different role in your life. So is there a moment that you look back on most frequently? Oh gosh. I mean, there's so many, I don't, I don't think I can just pick one. Um, you know, being in an Iowa Jersey, winning a big 10 championship. I think that was something I look, look upon a lot. Um, it was the first time we'd won in 20 years for our program. So, and now look at them, they're playing the national championship and being in the final four. So to be able to kind of help set them on the map a little bit, um, is really exciting to look back on, but at the same time being here now, um, in a Phoenix, uniform after being cut so many times and being able to now contribute um is has been really special too so you know I, I can't pick one I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing that's a good thing when yeah. there's too many moments that are that are great um so when did you know that the WNBA was what you wanted to pursue you, you know coming from a small town in Wisconsin you know did that was that a childhood dream or was that kind of like a distant mm -hmm. kind of dream in the sense of or, or fantasy maybe is a better word. No, actually. I mean, again, coming from a small town, honestly, I didn't even like, I knew about it, but I didn't watch it much. And mm -hmm. I kind of just stuck to my small town and being there and didn't really explore much. Um, but it really wasn't until I started to get really good at basketball, you know, in high school. And um, I remember this one time, actually, my Eng high school English teacher, he found a newspaper clipping and he printed it out. Um, and he like cut it out and it was, uh, when Brittany Griner was actually getting drafted. Um, it was like the big three was Skylar Diggins, Elena Deladon and, and NBG getting drafted. And he points at, it and he says, that's going to be you one day. And it's pretty cool. I've actually now played with all three of them <laughs> as teammates. So it's really cool to look back on that moment. That's really cool. That's like some foreshadowing if I've ever heard it. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> what has been the best part about being in the, in the WNBA? I think just the people. That's the best part of my job, just coming in and, and building those relationships with my teammates, having fun, even just little moments within practice or on the bench or in games. I mean, we're, we're having fun and we're working hard and we're very focused, but at the same time, we, we joke around, we have fun. Um, and I think that's what really makes it better, even if right now our season doesn't look the best on paper. Um, it's really been a blast, honestly. And so I'm just really excited to keep that moving forward. And I think for people from the outside looking in is just to know that the people is what makes this job the best. And something that I think is so unique and special about this team, the Phoenix Mercury right now, is that you guys are celebrating the growth from game to game. You know, not necessarily looking at the season as a whole, but celebrating that those many successes. Where does that come from? Who is fostering that, that culture? Yeah, I think Nikki Blue has done a great job of kind of rallying us and breaking it down, looking at those details um, and seeing those little wins. I mean, maybe we don't get a win in a game, but she's going to break down certain areas in the game where we did really well, areas of improvement that we need to focus on. And so 
when you break down something, it doesn't look as scary if you lose and you kind of look at it, it's like, okay, we did have some really good things there. We just have to fix, fine tune a little bit here, a little bit there um, moving forward. So it doesn't make those losses as horrible as, you know, I mean, as an athlete, we still hate to lose. I think we hate it more than we love winning, but um, when you look at it in a detail oriented manner, it makes it easier. Absolutely. And so what would your message be, you know, kind of taking all of these lessons in the mindset and all that you've done to create this incredible career? What would your advice be to the young girl playing basketball, young boy playing basketball or any sport if they want to pursue it at this level? Yeah. First of all, make sure it's something that you love this. If you don't love this sport, it's going to be really hard to stick with it, to be honest. Um, And once you know that never give up, I mean, even if it goes really bad at first. I mean, I was drafted. I got cut, not even, not even into my first regular season opener with Dallas. And then I was cut again and again and again. So you just got to stick with it. Love the process. Be a really good teammate too, because obviously your talent is important on the court, but your character is what matters more. And coaches see that and teams see that. And so whenever you're a good person, a good teammate, bringing positive attitudes, um, that goes a really long ways as well. That's really, really great advice. And I want to talk about your family because I know that they have played a big role in, in who you are and who you are as a basketball player. So so talk to us about, because I know your sis, you played with your sister some, your dad was your coach, but how did your family really lay the groundwork for, for where you are now? Yeah, I mean, both my parents play college basketball. Um, and so they just love the sport and, and kind of instilled that in me and um, me, my sister, you know, my sister, again, I looked up to her, she's two years older, she played basketball. So of course, I was going to play basketball. <laughs> um, and so just just having that there, having the support system and the family to just encourage you to keep going was really fun. But I also did other things too, a lot of other sports, a lot, a lot of other extracurricular activities that kind of brought me into being a well-rounded person. And so when you have different things to lean on as well, you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket, even though I am a professional basketball player, I'm so much more than that. Um, And so I think I had definitely had to thank my family for that. What is something that we don't know about you outside of basketball that people should know? I mean, (laughs) people know about this. I have a Corgi, her name is Pancake. Um, She's amazing. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's my best friend. She actually travels with me around the world. Um, she has her own Polish passport. Get um, out of here. Does she really? Yeah. She's from Poland. Originally. I got her on an off day when I was playing in Hungary. Um, kind of a wild story, but yeah, she's, she's been great. And she's bringing a lot of joy to my life, a lot of joy to other people. So um, definitely have to check out pancake. And I know she has her own Instagram and she had like, has this whole brand. What is your favorite thing to do with her as if she brings you so much joy, I'm sure there's like a multitude of things that you guys do. So many different things. I mean, she <laughs> loves to play fetch. Um, I think that's her favorite. She loves her little basketball and she likes to hit it. Like what she always does is she stops short and she puts on the ground and she hits it with either her paw or her nose. She never like just drops it and waits. She always has to hit it to me, which I think is the cutest thing ever, but yeah, it's it's fun. She's the cutest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. She is adorable on, on Instagram. And so you do travel around the world with her. What has been the most incredible place or favorite place that you've visited or lived or seen? Good question. Um, as I said, she is from Poland. So that was really cool to go back there and play in Pancakes Homeland. I think Greece was pretty incredible too. I was just there this past off season. And so I was on different Greek islands with Pancake on my off days. Um, so that was, Pancake was definitely living her best life. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say probably Greece. Wait, I have to go back. Where did Pancake come from? Like, where's the name from? 
Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at a corgi, their coloring is very similar to pancakes and like what they look like. And they're very short to the ground, short <laughs> stack. Um, I also really love the royal family, Queen Elizabeth specifically, rest in peace. Um, so, <laughs> so just I just love all that kind of coming together. And um, yeah, and I love pancakes. They happen to be my favorite food as well. Well, that's just all seems appropriate. How did how did the team embrace Pancake for the first time? They love her. Um, it's <laughs> been really fun um, just bringing her around, whether in the apartments, um, if they see her when I'm walking around, or um, I've brought her to a couple of games. So that's been really fun. And, and they just adore her. And they actually nickname me Pancake sometimes. So I love I just love that. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't playing basketball, what do you think you would be doing professionally? goodness that is a good I have so many different ideas like I'll come up with something and I'll think about it and then I'll think about something else but I think right now um I want to be a writer I want to publish some books um that would be really cool my dad's actually an author um fun fact he has four books published um so that's been really fun to kind of get that that writing and um advice from him um I'm really interested in real estate as well um, I think that'd be something I could explore, but I also have, uh, I'm getting my MBA right now. And so anything in business or sports business would be really awesome. How do you, how do you balance playing professionally and pursuing an MBA? It's a lot. Well, thankfully I am getting my MBA at Iowa. So, um, I have a lot of good connections to be able to, to know, I know a lot of the professors and so they're very understanding. They're very flexible and they work with my schedule. Um, Iowa also has a really good program in that you can spread it out throughout five years. So I started in May of 2020 and I have three classes left. And so I'm able to, you know, do more classes, maybe when I'm in the States and then when I'm overseas doing a little bit less because of the time zone differences. So I'm really able to kind of tailor it to what I need, um, which has been really awesome. And so when you're balancing so much, right, between playing professionally, either here, overseas, your MBA, pancake, all of these things, what do you do for yourself? Like, how do you stay grounded? Yeah. I mean, I think first of all, recovery is very important. Um, I take that very seriously. I think any basketball player that you talk to can say the same thing. And so making sure that you take time to rest and, and spend time with your family too, whenever you can, especially with, with us, when we're traveling all over the world, if we get a chance to be with our family, we take it, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's during breaks or even when we're traveling on the road um, to WNBA away games, you know, being able to see other family and friends. So doing that um, also, I'm, I'm very grounded in my faith, um, my belief in God and, and he has really grounded me in so many situations because of my, um, ups and downs in my careers, I know that I can lean on him in all, in all things. Are you superstitious? Do you have like a pregame routine or are you go with the flow? I used to be when I was at Iowa, um, I always wore the headband and I had to get my hair braided by my certain the one teammate who could do it. And then I would do that for some reason. I was like, all right, I'm done with that. Cause I couldn't <laughs> like overseas. I, I can't braid my own hair. So then mm -hmm. that's what stopped the headband thing. Maybe I should bring it back. But, um, I, I used to always eat an apple. Now it's just, I need my nap. I have to have my nap in, um, just to kind of calm me down after shoot around before a game, just, um, and I love to sleep. So there's that too. <laughs> I, I will tell you after doing several talking with several players in the W so many of you nap yep. right before games. It's a thing. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. It's so oh. important. You have to have so much energy built up like mm -hmm. to the game. You can't sustain that throughout the day, in my opinion, unless you're like a super high energy person who never gets tired, which I don't know who that would be, but like, 
good for them. Would love yeah. that. But yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. All right. Well, as we wrap this up, there's one question that I ask everyone. And that is, is there a mantra or a phrase that you lean on when things get tough, either in basketball or in life? Ooh, mantra. That's a really good question. Um, well, a Philippians 4.13 is my favorite Bible verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I think, and I also have it tattooed on my back. So not that I can see it, but I know it's there. And and I think that's just a little reminder that I tell myself um, when I'm going through hard things, just knowing that um, I can lean on that and lean on God. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for taking the time to, to chat with us today. And um, we're excited to see all that that's to come for you in the future. Thank you so much. All right, y'all, that does it for me. Be sure to follow along with Megan on social. Her handle is Megan Gustafson 10 and Pancake. She's also there. Her handle is it's underscore Panny underscore the cake. I will link both of those in the show notes so you can find them easily. Be sure to check out all the new player conversations on this platform. It is the best time of year. It is WNBA playoffs. So make sure that you're tuned in, you're locked in, and you are connected. And while you are catching up on the new episodes, might as well download some of the previous ones so that you have everything you need. As always, I love talking hoops with you guys and introducing you to players off the court. Make sure to drop a rating or review depending on the platform you listen on. And thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you guys next time.